How do investors find entrepreneurs with the right stuff? Today, we meet Darren Burrell of Veteran Ventures, who says experience in the armed forces is also the perfect training for entrepreneurs. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us again on The Angel Nest, where real angel investors and entrepreneurs partner to build great new businesses. I'm David Hemingway. I'm a five-time founder and now an active angel investor, and my mission here is to talk about how investors collaborate with startups to build great companies. We don't make or recommend investments here, and this program is for informational purposes only. It stands to reason that entrepreneurs with military backgrounds have many of the same qualities investors look for in founders, and yet they are 30% less likely to find venture capital. Today, we welcome Darren Burrell of Veteran Ventures. Darren served in the U.S. Air Force, and the training he received helped him develop discipline, focus, and mental agility, all skills he would later use to succeed in business. His fund, Veteran Ventures, invests exclusively in entrepreneurs with military backgrounds, and that's not only to support those who have served, but also because they have unique domain expertise, and because Darren knows why veterans are a good bet. I'm also very happy today to be joined by the CEO of a Veteran Ventures portfolio company. Bill Rennie also served in the U.S. Air Force, and he's the founder and CEO of CID, which provides real-time IoT asset tracking to government and private sector clients. Thanks in part to Darren's financial backing and his mentorship, Bill has achieved some truly extraordinary growth and rapid success. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today on The Angel Nest. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. And without a doubt, the most important thing that I will say during today's podcast is thank you very, very much for your service to our country. You're welcome. It was an honor. Thank you, David. We did it for folks like you. Darren, it seems to me that from a business perspective, one of the most appealing aspects of the companies you invest in is that many of them are related to the military, where your founders have domain expertise, but also often involve government contracts. And that's comforting, right? And perhaps a bit more predictable in these uncertain times. Absolutely. I mean, what we have found is that the defense and national security sector is thriving, has been really all the sectors uh, or all the companies in those sectors have almost doubled their uh, earnings over the last uh, several years and continue to show that promise. And why not go ahead and get the elite of the elite of veterans who have served on the other side of the coin to run those companies? So that's our basic thesis is that we invest in those who've served their country and are now taking those same principles and applying them to the private sector at those areas where they have that domain expertise. Bill Rennie, CEO and founder of CID. Uh, please tell us about your company and how you and Darren met up. Uh, founded CID a couple of years ago um, with the thought that we could do um, autonomous vehicle, uh, high accuracy localization. Um, we patented the process and our patent was awarded. Um, but during the process, um, I was trying to raise capital to really get this company off the ground. And that's how I met Darren. Um, I got a list of who was going to be the sophisticated investors, uh, the VCs that were evaluating us for it. And so I started down the list and he took my call. He was one of two on the list. And I think there was a whole handful of them that said hey, that they were going to be part of it. And he took my call and we ended up, I think we ended up talking for almost two hours, the very first phone call. And um, it was uh, 
great. It gave me a bunch of feedback. I was excited to hear what we were going to be doing. And then when we got to the competition, we really realized that we were far away from revenue stream with how our technology could be utilized. So from that competition, uh, we made it to the semifinalists. I think there was 100, 105 companies that applied for it. And 16 of us ended up being selected. And then um, I didn't do well in the competition. I think I, I, I was told I was 11th out of 16. And that told me I needed to get to a faster pace to get to revenue. And so we did a pivot. We found where our technology could fit and how it could be utilized. And that's where we went into logistics and utilize it because accurate localization has many different uses. So that's what we did. And Darren helped guide that and and point us in a direction. You you should take a look and it's okay to do that. Find out what your customers want. And it was great advice. And I still heed it today. You always listen to your customer. And that's what we did. So Darren was an advisor even before he became an investor. That is correct. Uh, there was many times he took some phone calls for me when he, he probably should have just hung up, but he was so kind and he had faith in what we were doing. And, uh, we kept up a relationship and that's that's what's been really, really key. And I think it was mainly because we were uh, veterans and uh, he understood that uh, family that you belong to, that you do support your veteran uh, comrades um, in everything that they do. And you try and give them the tools to be able to do that. And that's what's amazing about that. So if you would, Bill, give us an update on how you're doing. Last year, we closed out the year doing about probably about 300,000 in sales. And this year, it looks like we're going to close the year with about $12.9 million in the bank, which is pretty exciting. Um, we're working with some companies here that are close to Las Vegas, uh, a large manufacturer, um, and we're providing them logistics for their fleets and for their picking operations. And that overlays to some other projects that that we actually got dropped in our lap last week, which was pretty exciting, some of your funds that we might be able to capture. So it's it's pretty exciting. And since we have some capability sets that really lock us in, one, we have a couple of patents that the military really likes. We manufacture here in the United States. And two, we have the ability, too, that they can sole source to us because we have a partnership with a tribal 8A. And right now, the military loves that because we're a veteran company and we have the ability to sole source and we're providing the technology that they want in order to improve their processes. Uh, Darren, it seems like Bill is setting some very high expectations for your investors. Uh, do all your companies grow that fast? Uh, I, I would say that Bill is uh, is an exception to the rule. I think any business that goes from 300 to 12 million is uh, is probably a little above average. And so we're excited for him. But the basic principle is this, right? It's it's the people that have the skills and the talents and have undergone training and leadership and development. The government has invested billions of dollars in bill ratings across the spectrum. We're trying to make more bills. Okay. So what we do is we take that investment. I know that for my team, the majority of which are veterans, we have, uh, you know, technology expertise, domain expertise, excellent educational requirements that the military has paid for. And we come out with the same characteristics of Fortune 500 CEOs have a white paper on why veterans make better entrepreneurs. So get it off our website. But it basically shows that all those characteristics of a Fortune 500 CEO are embedded in the, in the veteran. It doesn't matter if you're Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, 
doesn't even matter if you're an officer and enlisted. The skills that you get at poised under pressure, making timely decisions in a time-constrained environment, those types of ordeals that the CEO goes through, that's what veterans are made for. And that's why Bill has been so successful. That's why he is going to be one of our flagship uh, um, portfolio companies and is one of our flag, uh, flagship portfolio companies. But we can rinse and repeat. These people, um, again, we're a veteran-owned growth equity investment fund. You can kind of think of it as a double-bottom ESG fund, but we invest in that unique category of entrepreneur, and that's those that call themselves an American veteran. It's not necessarily mission-driven impact investing. It's performance-focused and smart business. And so that's that's kind of what we do is we see these relationships, we know where the government is going to allocate resources, and we can tailor that deal flow accordingly, just like we did with Bill. Saw about 500 deals a year, and we know the ones in security and logistics and aerospace. Those are the areas that are growing, and Bill's a great testament of that. We can continue to do that over and over again. Makes so much sense. So it's strange that veterans have had a hard time finding funding through traditional investor channels. Yeah, and it's pretty interesting, too. Um, as you mentioned, um, veterans are 30% less likely to receive venture capital, even though statistically, according to census data, they out-earn their non-veteran counterparts. So there's this arbitrage that we're taking advantage of where we can get in at a reasonable valuation, help scale them up through the use of government contracts and non-dilutive fundings like SBIR uh, uh, grant opportunities, of which Bill is a recipient. And then, uh, and then we can help them scale and grow to a faster liquidity event. Those are the types of things that we're able to do. Um, but to answer your original question of, you know, why, why do veterans have a tougher time getting access to capital? And there really it comes down to your network. While, you know, you or people like you have been, you know, garnering that Rolodex on Wall Street and have incredible connections like the folks that are listening to your podcast. Well, people like Bill and myself, we were, we were you know, maybe in the trenches somewhere. We were uh, out serving our nation and we didn't develop those same networks. So we rely on folks like you to help bridge that gap. And that's really one of the reasons why I founded Veteran Ventures Capital uh, about two and a half, three years ago is simply because there was a need um, and I had served uh, 21 years active duty Air Force and financial management, managed billions for the government, looking to take, take those same principles, successful in the private sector, helped a company get an exit and a 5X return in three years. I just knew that that capability was, was easily repeatable. And that's why we formed VBC is to take advantage of this arbitrage, if you will, and knowing that veterans can really outperform their non-veteran counterparts. Darren Burrell and Bill Rennie, sounds like you make a great team in the battle for business. Uh, thank you so much both for joining us today. Appreciate it, David. Thank you very much for having us. It was, a, it was an honor. You'll find contact information for Darren and Bill and learn more at our website, theangelnest.com, where you can also reach us. We're always looking for great companies to profile. So if you have one or would just like to make a comment, please get in touch. I'm David at theangelnest.com. And now for the disclaimer that we don't make or recommend investments at The Angel Nest, and this program is for informational purposes only. We do not verify and cannot be held responsible for claims made by our guests or sponsors, some of whom may pay a fee to appear. 
You should always do your own homework before investing in any business, especially in private ventures. I'm David Hemingway. We produce The Angel Nest in New York with help from David Newhoff. Thanks for listening. And here's hoping my fellow angels and the entrepreneurs they support find their next great venture. So long until next time.